Back in 1170, I highly doubt that Raymond Legrosse thought that he would begin what would become known as the most haunted mansion in Ireland today. In fact, if we're being honest, he probably wasn't thinking about 2023 in the slightest, like, at all. But I digress. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today, in 2023, we will be telling you all about Loftus Hall and its sordid history. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it was like a half mix between Irish and English. I don't even know. It was it was my best attempt. It was my best it was attempt. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I and I've I asked you earlier if you can do an Irish accent or not. I'm gonna and, assume no, I've never okay, tried it and okay. I don't That's intend fair. to try. That's fair. <laughs> um and you're kind of the reason why I've been so immersed recently in the Irish culture, you're welcome. if you will. So Kristen used to be an Irish dancer, and I am now the mom of an Irish dancer, and foresee in the very near future spending many, many hours surrounded by fesh wigs and poodle socks. Yeah, you will. I know. And you're I, very welcome for that. I'm already <laughs> surrounded by poodle socks. I'm just waiting for the fesh wigs. So It's fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fun. Like, all of the, like, the community is great, and, like, literally you get to drink at every single event that they go to. So, like, yeah. I'm here for it. And there's corned beef. Not that I eat meat anymore, but... I'm, like, really good without the corned I beef. If I ever were to eat meat again, it would be corned beef. Okay. So, Cole's all about the corned beef. Uh, it's delicious. I'll stick with the potatoes. How's that sound? There's a there's, lot of those, too. There's a decent number of potatoes. I'm not going to lie. Decent <laughs> when number. You asked us to go to the buffet at yeah. um, Molly Darcy's. I was like, what do you think it's going to be a buffet of, like, different <laughs> kinds of potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was... But oddly enough, they had pasta, huh. like with tomato sauce. And I said, mm, you guys got the wrong eye country. That's for the kids. <laughs> it's for the, exactly. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. But they literally, like, they've put the buffet out. I, we had been there for like three hours already. The girls had already danced twice and they finally put the, the buffet out. And I was just like, screw this. We're stopping for McDonald's on the <laughs> way home. I was like, I don't have it in me to eat anything right now. All right. So let's talk about Loftus Hall. This is our Ireland episode, our Irish episode, in honor of St. Patrick's Day coming up this Saturday? Friday? Friday. Friday. Yep. So back in 1170, this dude named Raymond Legrasse landed with his two boats, uh, Le Bauge and Le Bon. I'm thinking he was French. Sounds like it. Yeah little bit. Either way, he, much like Cole and I, became Irish once diving headfirst into the culture. <laughs> he acquired some land in Wexford County, and by acquired, I am assuming it wasn't a peaceful process, and uh, 
based on the time frame, he probably just took it from some people. It's really crazy how long ago we're talking about, like 1170. 1170, I know. When we talk about history, we're usually talking about some place in the U.S. Yes. And its history, and it doesn't really, It's like the last 200 years, basically. Right. It doesn't go that far back. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. When when you're looking at this and you're like, and his dad, who was born in 690, you know, and you're like, wait, what? So... (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Definitely not a peaceful process. He takes this land and on that land, he built his first home, which he called House Land Castle. Great name. Definitely not winning the award for originality there. I love it. Really? Okay, cool. So around 1350, the Redmond family replaced the original building, and they basically had become the Redmond family. So the castle that he built and the lineage that he created then kind of moved into the Redmond family. They replaced this original building, Houseland Castle, um, during the Black Death, and it would come to be known as Redmond Hall. So I'm guessing they just wanted to keep the peasants out a little bit more because <laughs> of the Black Death. Probably, yes. yeah. Good times, good times. So over the next 200 years or so, the home saw many battles, fought, wars, invasions, I'm sure more plagues. Then in about 1650 or 1651, the Redmond family was actually evicted. And in 1666... And yes, that number That's definitely was unique and kind of popped up on my radar. The Loftus family took ownership of the hall, not through the most legal and honest terms, but it was theirs nonetheless. In the late 1700s, Charles Tottenham, who would adopt the surname of Loftus when he married Anne, per the instructions of Nicholas Loftus, would take ownership of the hall because women don't get houses when it's the 1700s. Um, pretty much into like modern very day. recently. Yeah, very recently. <laughs> exactly. So this pair would actually end up having like six children together, but Anne would die shortly after the sixth child from an illness at a rather young age. Charles remarried and remained in the hall. Five of the six children would marry and move out. But one of the younger girls named Anne, like her mother, would still be living in the hall with her father and stepmother long into spinsterhood. So like 25. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So she was like 30. Um, (laughs) In the year 1775, it was a dark and stormy evening on the Hook Peninsula where the hall was located. Charles, his wife Jane, and Anne, Charles's daughter, sat resting within the hall, likely trying to keep out the cold and damp from the night air lingering in the drafty stone halls. A knock came upon the door. They answered and found a lone sailor who had become stranded on the peninsula during the storm. The family invited him in and offered him refuge from the storm. Anne was immediately taken by the man. Then again, she was ancient in age and lightly desperate for the touch of another human being. So really, any man would have done it for her. But any man did. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It was this guy. The pair grew, grew very close as the days passed. Really not sure why he didn't leave because the storm didn't stay for weeks at a time. 
Well, I heard that the family was like taken by him. So they wanted to keep him there. Everyone in the family, not just just Anne. Not like taken, taken. Taken, taken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be a little intense. And like poor Anne, seriously. Like like the one guy, we're all going to sleep with him. Come on. So not in that way, but everyone was like interested. Exactly. So he was he was fascinating. He was this fascinating creature, you know. So one evening, as legend would have it, the family was playing cards. Anne dropped her ring or her card, depending depending on on the story. And as she bent under the table to pick it up, she realized that the man that she had grown so fond of didn't have feet. Anne, you're a spinster. Now's not the time to be picky. Doesn't matter. She's going to be picky. Instead of feet, he had cloven hooves like the devil. (gasps) And popped up from the table and shouted, you have a cloven foot. And like, (laughs) that's how I picture her shouting it. You have a cloven foot. Um, Clearly, I love reenacting some of these like moments. Uh, In a flash, the mysterious sailor disappeared. By some accounts, he was suddenly engulfed in a ball of flames and shot straight through the roof. And in other accounts, he simply disappeared in a puff of smoke and the smell of sulfur lingered. Now, I'm calling BS on the roof bit um, because I'm assuming that they were playing cards on the first floor and it's a multi-level home. So he would have like cartoonishly shot through multiple floors in a ball of fire. Well, although, you know, they do say that there's still a burn mark there. On the roof, yeah, and no, in the on the in the ceiling, in the ceiling. Yeah, in the ceiling? I, oh. So, in preparation for this, I watched our favorite show. Oh, I, did you really? I did. Oh, God! <laughs> and for anyone that does not know, it's Ghost Hunters, and we are being highly sarcastic here because we hate Zach Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> so, I only watched. I watched like up to the bit where they do stuff. <laughs> Christina's um, trying I really hard spit to, out my to coffee. spit out her coffee. <laughs> just because the way you described that, I watched up to the bit until they, you know, do stuff. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, by do stuff, I mean, I don't really know what they do with their little gadgets. With the thingies and the they thingies. Went right up to the point where they turn their lights off. Right, exactly. And lock people into rooms alone <sighs> and places that are supposedly haunted. So, and, obviously, and you're going to get scared and think that you hear and see things. For real. Anyway. Okay. So I watched up to that point. Yeah. So I watched like all the historic stuff and cool. like where the manager walks them through the home and tells them all the stories. Anyway, gotcha. so I saw it's in the ceiling of a room. Interesting. It's a hole. So it's been there since the 1600s and people who have done like the um, renovations, rent, thank you. renovations it, it won't be covered up. Like they try to cover it up and but, like, like fix it. And then it's back. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope, I'm a hole. It just opens again. Weird. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they just created that hole for Maybe. the mystery. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm smashing through this. This is supposed to be the most haunted okay. house in Ireland. Most haunted. Most haunted. Super creepy. I'm sorry. Let me get back into the mode. Okay. So Anne, who now realized that the only man to be interested in her ever in her lifetime at the ripe, ripe, ripe old age of like 25 or 30 was the devil himself. And she slips into madness. I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. I almost went mad hearing this story. (laughs) 
So everyone knows the only thing worse than a spinster daughter is a mentally ill spinster daughter. So the family did what was right and locked her in a room, now known as the tapestry room. Forever. And forever and ever. And I'm certain that that didn't make the mental illness any worse at all. At all. Most likely not. Not at all. So she refused to eat or drink, and she just sat in the fetal position looking out a window. So there were also rumors that she had given birth to a child, (laughs) which (laughs) the family believed to, obviously, it would have had to be conceived with the devil himself. So the family believed that the child would be devilish. Interesting. So they killed the child and buried him within the walls of the house. I think it was, like, adjacent to the, like, a wall connecting the tapestry room to something else oh, wow. so sh- her child was buried in the wall in of the, the room that she was in creepy locked in oh my god for her life oh my god so yeah i'd probably be really upset yeah no i i definitely freak out but she did die soon after so it's like poof good for her right like she had to get out of there i don't know so according to legend her body was stiff and unmovable so they buried her in the fetal position which sounds really uncomfortable they had to make a special coffin for her for her exactly in the mid to late 1800s the home underwent extensive renovations and during those renovations a skeleton was discovered but not that of an adult that of a baby Mm. so personally speaking i think the legend of anne is a fabrication i know you're shocked I know you're shocked, but I actually think what happened was their spinster daughter got knocked up outside of wedlock. They locked her in the room, killed the proof, the baby. Mm -hmm. She refused to eat and starved to death. And then they probably did bury the baby in the wall because they found a skeleton. Yeah. So they definitely buried the baby in the wall, which seems like excessive to like, I don't understand. You have a lot of property. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't like a small house either. Like, come on. So the the tapestry room, which was a bedroom of the manor, is now said to be haunted by Anne, who can be heard rocking a chair or a cradle. It also holds an entity that apparently leaps onto the bed while you sleep and growls at you. I'm good. Yeah. What I really love is that they didn't they had like 15 other bedrooms in this house and so there was no need for the tapestry room to be continuously used as a bedroom and every single time guests slept in the tapestry room they would experience something like someone talking or rocking or crying or you know demon dog jumping up onto the bed and growling at them while they were sleeping and they're like well we really just need to use it as a bedroom. There's only 15 others, you know? We'll just it's keep still, making people sleep in there. To this day, there's a bed in that room. Which is insane! Like, take the bed out! Oh my god! So by 1917, the Loftus bloodline had run out and moved on. For a couple of years, the home was taken over by nuns, which are total, total freeloaders. So, for, you know, no. just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm ignoring that completely. Okay, cool. <laughs> while the nuns were there. Yes. Um, two of those nuns drowned. What? In the bay, which is not easy to drown in. Because it's still water and right. there's no undertow. Uh, one fell down the stairs and one died somewhere else within the hall. I didn't get more information. Okay. But the one that fell down the stairs, they marked the place where she landed and yeah. was, you know, died. Yeah. With a 
big cross in the floor. Of course they did. Yep. Why wouldn't they? Right. And I heard rumors that someone else, like hundreds of years later, walk like was walking, and as they crossed over the cross, they dropped dead. That definitely happened. <laughs> that definitely happened. I'm sure Just of it. Thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, there. I met the person who dropped dead. So like, yeah, that definitely happened. No. <laughs> So after the nuns, the property was sold privately. In 1983, not only did Loftus Hall Hotel begin, but I was born into this world. and Very important. Very important. And the hotel operated that way through the 1990s. So it, it was this hotel. And actually, I think it was actually, um, it was a hotel until... No, no, just kidding. Because in 2011, the home was purchased by the Quigleys, and they were the people who invited in, like, ghost hunters and yes, ghost adventures so and all of that. They had bought it with, like, the purpose of turning it into, like, a... Dark tourist kind of place. No. With, with the like, purpose, a personal home? No, of a bed and breakfast. Let me just keep guessing, yeah. though. Okay, well, we didn't no. get there. <laughs> we'll get there. So, with, like, the purpose of doing a bed and breakfast type okay, thing. Okay, okay. Or, like, um, a destination, like, like getaway place yeah, yeah. um but the they quickly peninsula. decided that that, that wasn't was a bad, a, bad it was a, yeah because first of all the place is kind of in ruins mm. but second of all even the quigleys won't go upstairs in the house because of all the paranormal activity so they did start doing tours through the house okay and they would go upstairs but then they stopped after a couple of years because gotcha. it was too much. And I know, so I actually looked because there, there was a time when you could have like toured Loftus Hall. Yeah. Did you see any of the... Like the photos and stuff like that? The or? stuff that happened there? No, I didn't see that. Okay, I, I have two... Head, dove head first into what it looks like now. So... <laughs> <laughs> so once during a tour, they lost... Pa- they were like in the tapestry room yeah. on the tour. Of course. And they were like... Were the tapestry still up? Like no, okay, it's in shambles. Disrepair, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. it was. So they have they had like security footage throughout the house, but right. while they were in the tapestry room, the power went out. Okay, and the cameras were still working, Weird. oddly enough. But anyway, there's footage of a member of the group who lunged at a female, and his hands like were around her neck, and he was choking her, and not oh in the my fun God. way. Like and not in the fun way. They had to escort everyone out of the room immediately. Okay. Because What's they the said, fun way. No. Okay, the fun way. Just kidding. I got it. Sorry. <laughs> had a moment. It's it's early morning. My brain isn't there yet. So <laughs> So they had to like escort this group out immediately while trying to pull this guy off of this feet. He knocked her to the ground and he was like strangling her. Oh my god. They they called it animalistic. And they said that he was possessed. Like like the demonic dog that jumps on the bed. Yeah. Because that's what I'm picturing. Like, yeah. I, okay. The only thing that I'm picturing, though, legitimately, is the demon dogs from Ghostbusters. Because I know, like, that chase people around. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I'm picturing. And, like, the people Oddly that enough, I possessed. was picturing, like, Sirius Black as Pat the dog. Okay. I think that's just a generational gap between the two of us. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's minor, but like... Harry Potter movies did not come out for me in childhood. I know. I, know. I also watched Ghostbusters. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, disagree. 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 It's just that's a different fair. kind of dog. <laughs> it's a different kind of dog. But no, that's what I pictured. I pictured the Ghostbuster dogs and then like the people that turn into the dogs and like running and then like turning into... Anyway. Um, so in 2020... One more story. Okay, go. 
So um, another time in the tapestry hall, tapestry room, room. um, a 20-year-old girl walked in and felt four fingers run across her face and she left crying and never came back. I mean, yeah. That's it. Yeah. She was like extremely disturbed. Yeah. Like, did they lock her in a room to help with her mental illness? No. No. (laughs) Because that's what they should have done. No, because it was um, not that long ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Excellent. So... That happened between 2011 and 2020. In 2020, uh, it was put up for sale again. As of this time, all tours of the property have stopped, and it is simply a private home. However, according to previous owner Aiden Quigley, there is always a feeling that you're never alone in Loftus Hall. And I have to say, the renovations that they did to this place, like, I don't know how much money these folks had. They would have had to have a lot. Like, a ridiculous amount of money. Because it's like a giant stone manor. And it is amazing. Well, it was a mess before. It was a hot mess. I actually haven't seen it since it was redone. Gorgeous. Like, absolutely beautiful. It's, It's a haunted home I would move into. And I just wouldn't go into the tapestry room. Or the upstairs. Or, you know, I'd make sure to always have a lot of, like, dog treats with me for the demonic dogs. That's probably a good idea. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was Loftus Hall. I hope you guys have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day. And we will be back next week with more. Take care. Bye. Bye.